Good morning, good morning, and happy Eve of Kadush. The Eve of the Sabbath is Kadush, Kadosh, actually. And now we have the Eve of Kadosh, which is Thursday. And we're going to read from the Siddur, Book of Prayers, the Perka Avoy, Rabbi Guy. The sages taught in the language of the Mishnah. Blessed is he who chose them and their teaching. Whoever occupies himself with the study of the Torah for its own sake merits many things. Furthermore, he is worth that the whole world shall have been created because of him. He is called friend, beloved. He loves God. He loves his created beings. He brings joy to God. He brings joy to men. The Torah garbs him with humility and fear of God. It makes him fit to be a tzaddik, which is a righteous man, a chassid, upright and faithful. It keeps him far from sin and brings him near to meritorious deeds. People derive from him the benefit of counsel and wisdom, insight and strength. As it is stated, counsel and wisdom are mine. I am understanding. Strength is mine. The Torah bestows upon him royalty and authority and dis discerning judgment. The secrets of the Torah are revealed to him and he becomes like a fountain which flows with an ever-increasing strength and like a never-ceasing stream. He becomes modest, patient, and forgiving of insults to himself. The Torah makes him great and exalts him above all things. Each and every day, a heavenly voice goes forth from the Mount Horeb, proclaiming and saying, Woe to the people because of their affront to the Torah. For whoever does not occupy himself with the Torah is called censor, as it is stated, like a golden ring in a swine's snout, is a beautiful woman who lacks discretion. And it is further stated, the tablets were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God. Harut, which means engraved, on the tablets. Now, it says, do not read Harut, but Cherut. Cherut is freedom, Harut is engraved. For there is no free man except one who occupies himself with the study of the Torah. And anyone who occupies himself with the study of the Torah becomes elevated. As it is stated from Matana, the gift of Torah, to Nachliel, the heritage of God, and from Nachliel to Bamot, which is high places. He who learns from his fellow men a single chapter, a single Torah law, a single verse, a single biblical statement, or even a single letter, must show him honor. For so we find concerning David, king of Israel, who learned from Achitopel only two things, yet he called him his teacher his guide, his mentor. As it is stated, you are a man equal to me. You are my guide and my mentor. Surely an obvious inference can be drawn. If David, king of Israel, who learned from Achitopel only two things, called him his teacher, his guide and his mentor, one who learns from his peer a single chapter, a single Torah law, a single verse, a single statement, or even a single letter, how much more ought he to treat him with honor? And honor is due only for Torah. As it is stated, 
the wise shall inherit honor, and the perfect shall inherit good, and the true good is only Torah. As it is stated, I have given you a good teaching. Do not forsake my Torah. Now, this is the way to acquire Torah. Eat bread with salt, drink water in small measure, sleep on the ground, live a life of deprivation, and toil in the Torah. If you do this, you shall be happy, and it shall be well with you. You shall be happy in this world, and it shall be well with you in the world to come. In the world to come, Rabbi Guy read on the Sidur, the Perkevot, the world to come, and in this world. But are you happy with the single counsel, the single advice that he and I have given you? Are you happy with that counsel? Proverbs 3 teaches you, hear my words, son. Listen, bind them about you. Remember my words. You get wise counsel, and yet you still go and find some corrupted person without God and without elevation from reading the Torah because they read everything else, and you give credence and honor. Then you say, how can you hear God? What do you mean you talk to God? How does God speak to you from his mountain? I don't know. You tell me, what God have you been listening to? You can choose, but you do not mix. Do not mix. You either love one and hate the other. You marry a woman, and then you marry her sister. You marry a woman, then you marry the girl next door. Do you mix? They want single devotion. God wants single devotion. You want God and then some. Well, it doesn't work that way. And if, and if you have deceived yourself, that's possible. Well, you shall never have the peace of God that the Torah offers. You have to give single devotion like you do to a job, like you do to a woman, like you do to any endeavor. Commit it to that thing to make it go. It requires that kind of commitment. Who's your shaman? Who's your guru? Who's your sensei? Who do you listen to? Who's your mentor? Or are you all over the place like a, well, like a pimp with a prostitute? The more the merrier, no, the more the polluted. Too many chefs ruin the soup. You can't have 10 people in the kitchen. You need somebody singularly focused to know how to make that dish. You don't want too many people giving their too many ideas and twists on something. Find a recipe that works and stick with it. And tell the other people that speak into your life, it's okay. I've got a counselor. I have a father. I have a mother. I appreciate you want to go out with me, but I'm already engaged. I have a lover. Get it? You've got to stop polluting it. And you're confusing yourself because you invite too many different things into the one thing that you already have. The counselor God has already sent you, the mentor God has already sent you, the word in the scripture, the single verse, the single chapter, the single lesson from the Torah, the law of God, the word of God, the scripture. And yet, and yet, you insidiously reject it. Confused because you don't want to give yourself wholly to it. It's either yes or no. You don't try anything. You either do it or you don't. In it for the long haul or not in it at all? You've got to be in it. You're in it to win it, and you win it when you endure it. Last, be committed. Stay on the path and track. Understand that your greatest demon is a demon within you, not the demon without you. It's you making up your mind. I've decided to make Jesus my choice. See, when the tough gets going, 
road gets rough and the tough gets going, you keep going. When it gets tough, you keep it going. Don't give up. Don't turn back. Stay on the path. Keep going. Just keep going. Whatever you do, walk when you must, run when you can, just don't stop.